live right now as we speak i'm johnny this is the greg this is our podcast wow you guys are uh listening to greg talk about our partner with audible you can like subscribe share that really helps us out get to it yeah. greg yeah <laughs> appease the algorithm gods and, and yes. you know any interaction that you have on our on our live stream here if you're chatting with us if you like us if you share it all of that just ups the algorithm to to notice us and maybe have some other people that are might be interested in what we listen to we'll just you know pop up on their page and then it'll be like do you want to listen to these guys and maybe they say you know what I do want to listen to those guys. And maybe it's because they're interested in our partnership with Audible. Nice. Well, you segue. can get you can get hundreds of thousands of audiobooks uh, from Audible. It's great. I use it. I use it almost daily. Honestly, I'm I'm listening to podcasts. I'm I'm reading books. Um it's great if you're like me and you're dyslexic. And it's not that I can't get through a book. I just don't get through a book very fast. And in today's life where, you know, you put in a full day of work and it's like, hey, I'm going to pick up a book for a while. I just, that's torture for my brain. Um, so I just like to listen. I love the dramatization. I love when they've got a great reader and they've got every book and every genre I could ever want. If I'm looking for nonfiction, it's there. If I'm looking for my World War II history, it's there. If I'm looking for fantasy, I want some wizards and dragons. It's there. If I'm looking for science fiction with spaceships and lasers, it's there. They got everything. Um, do they do wife, comic books? They don't do comic books because that's more of a visual thing. And this is like an audio book. So, Makes sense. Okay. Um, so they're a great resource. Um, there are, uh, I know uh, one of my favorite artists, Jim Butcher wrote a Spider-Man novel that's on there and it's fantastic. Um, so with that, if you would like 30 days of uh, Audible for free, you can do that by going to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. Uh, you sign up, there's, uh, it's a subscription for a month. You get that on us. You can cancel at any time. And the great thing about Audible is that if you buy some books on there, they're yours to keep, whether you keep up your subscription or not, Audible lets you keep uh, the books that you purchase. You, they're yours forevermore. So if you want to give that a, a shot, you can go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. As always, thank you very much, Greg. You're getting better and better and better <laughs> at that. Um, what's on the agenda tonight? Well, there's a funny thing on the air right now. It's called the Oscars. So if you guys are tuning in to listen to us instead of watching the Oscars, thank you very much. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, also on the agenda, there a deleted scene for the Batman shout out on YouTube. Yep. Um, we're going to discuss that. And then uh, that's probably what we're going to uh, sew up today. It's not going to be a very long podcast today. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Fine. So the Oscars, Greg. Yeah, they are they're on right now. And I'm right I'm now. setting I'm setting up my family's watching in the front room. It's interesting because for a long time I did not care about the Oscars. I mean, I loved it when I was young. I remember going to Oscar parties. We had all of our ballots. We were keeping track. It was really you did all that? Oh yeah, we we yeah. had a blast, especially when I was I was working at the video store. I mean, that was okay. that was that a makes big sense. A big thing for us to too. We tried to keep track of it, um, and instead maintain that like even through college, even like uh, early parts of my marriage. So like mid twenties, we were trying to do like Oscar night stuff with some of our friends. Um, it's a little bit like the Super Bowl in that it's you know it's a Sunday night. Everybody's got to work tomorrow. So everybody's home. Everybody's so, home. Yep. yep. It's, it was more comfortable to start watching at home. And so we did, but then it got to the point where like, there wasn't enough. Uh, how do you say this? Like familiar. Yeah. I mean, they were, there was a lot of like kind of artsy, artsy, artsy yeah. films, which there's nothing wrong with those. I mean, I've enjoyed a lot of those, but um, just even finding a theater that would play some of them was tough. And then and then there was like, you know, COVID happened and it shut them down. But then there was also the, the look of, you know, it, it was very gen racially and gender one-sided. Like it was, um, it wasn't very inclusive at all. And it, because the Oscars, if you don't know, it's a club, it is a paid for club. It yep. is the screen actor 
I mean, it's you have Even to be guild. Yeah. It's the academy. I'm sorry, it's the academy. You're right. You're right. And you pay for membership in the academy. You become a voting member if you meet certain standards. One of which is just membership. And like it, it didn't seem right. And so yeah. they've done really a good job, I think, of fixing that. So, I, I, I I'm with you. Um, my mother was a huge fan of the Oscars. She would throw mm-hmm. parties, and everybody would get to go home with a little Oscar after the party. Yep. And I remember all of that. My mom would actually dress up. She'd actually have a red carpet going down to the TV. So everybody could do their red carpet walk and things like that. She did a really good job like that. And so to me, it was always a big deal up until college. And then after college, I just didn't care because you're right. It started getting to these movies where it was artsy and it's nothing that. And look, I'm a dumb Middle West guy. I like action movies and sci-fi movies. If you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know the type of movies we like. And those were never in the Oscars. It was always like. Jane Eyre or mm-hmm. or Mozart, which was actually a pretty good movie. The one Amadeus Mozart, or was oh, it called from Amadeus? the eighties? Yes. Amadeus, yeah, that's yes. a great film. Yeah, um, but it was those movies that when you're in high school and you're in uh, college, you're mm-hmm. not gonna watch those. <clears throat> it was it was a great year. This was probably early two thousands that I watched. Uh, Chris Rock, he hosted the Oscars. Okay. Year. And he went around and he was doing like, he went to one of these megaplexes in, in Hollywood where they, it's like 50 screens kind of deal. Yeah. And went around and asked the average person, like, I mean, and of course it was one of those years, a lot of art films were nominated, a lot of like just high cinema kind of films. And he's grabbing people like, you know, some random dude waiting in line for his popcorn. He's like, hey, hey, I want to ask you, um, you, you know what the Oscars are? And the guy's like, yeah. He's like, okay, what do you, what do you was your favorite movie from last year? Like, like, what, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, even better. He's like, what was your absolute favorite? The film and you went, that was the best film I saw last yeah. year. And the guy's like, uh, Aliens versus Predator. He's like, Aliens versus, versus that, Predator. That was the best film <laughs> you saw last year best film he's like yeah man it was fantastic and the guy just went off and gave like a pretty honest everyman review of aliens versus predator yeah he's like i love that film i will watch it all the time he's like okay what about and i think it was my trambia was one of the okay like what about my trambia did you see the one he's like never heard of it i mean it was (laughs) just kind of like so proving like some of these oscar films are i mean it is a pat yourself on the back kind of club that's where I checked out when I yep. realized that, that it was a, the Kardashians used to do this thing. I don't know if they do it anymore, but I do know they did it for a while where yeah. they would have a Kardashian Christmas. And what that was, was you get to watch them open up the gifts they get for each other. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's a like, little bit like what the Oscars are. Yeah. And I felt like this is the Oscars. It's about sucking up to the people in the room. Mm-hmm. And you get your Oscar. And I thought, oh, no, like the People's Choice or the one that I loved was the MTV Movie Awards. I loved it. I, oh, thought, yeah. they had, I thought they had great, like even like best fight scene. Yeah, and, because those are the categories that like the every man cares about. Yeah, yeah. Um, they even had weird ones like best kiss, which I was like, oh, yeah. cool. who got best kiss? I, you know, I was always interested in the MTV Movie yeah. Awards and I was always real interested in the People's Choice Awards because it's yes. the same thing. Yes, it it's, is. It, what are the people liking? What are yes. they voting for? What do right. they like? Um, and, you know, but so that being said, mm-hmm. this year, I was actually a little bit more interested in it because. Yeah. Can you can you find what just uh, find best best movie? Can you yeah, find well, what those are? I'll get I'll get to okay. that. But like right now, uh, Troy Coaster won for. Uh, um best supporting actor from coda and we've talked about that okay yes we have okay um and he is a uh, an actor who is deaf who did a fantastic job in the film and he won best supporting actor that i think that's a big deal that is a big um, deal. yeah Encanto wins for animated feature we can talk about that i'm i'm actually a little not happy about who that. were the other people that were in uh it was um the Mitchells. The, art- the article I'm looking at doesn't have it, but yeah, there was oh. one called Flea, uh, which was uh, the I believe it's Bosnia uh, uh, about a boy 
fleeing war-torn Bosnia um, animated feature. Uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Um, Encanto. Uh, Ryan, the Last Dragon. Another great film. Um, I think that was it. I think they only had four. Okay. But the presenters were like, and we all remember like the animated cartoons as we go up and like when we're kids. And I'm like, and this is me as your mm-hmm. non-typical American saying that animation is not purely kids kids features correct and yep. and granted that's what most of the nominations were but again we're ignorant americans where it's like the rest of the world has embraced animation as an art form mm-hmm. or as a, a serious cinematic event mm-hmm. and americans are just like if it's animated it's for kids right no it's it's not and you need to get that through your head do you feel that's still going on because I feel like it's it's starting to shift slightly. Yeah, I feel that too. Yeah. Even Ryan the Last Dragon and Mitchell's versus Machines dealt with some heavier content. And so did Encanto. Encanto is like a journey through like a whole family of right. of psychosis that can come out of family things. Yes. And I'm sorry, that grandmother, I've got a name for her that I probably yeah, shouldn't say. Not a nice lady. Listening. She's not a nice lady. No, and she's not. like at the end where it's like hey we're all family again i'm like no granny's got some shit she got to work out and that that's okay yeah. moving on um yeah. yeah so uh ariana debose the boss she won for best supporting actress for uh west side story oh no, west side story okay um which is cool i think that's good uh i did not see the opening monologue and this article does not have the full list of nominees so okay so um best so, pi- best picture I will say um is they expanded it they expanded the list it used to be just um a certain number of films I think it was 6 and they said we're going to expand that list so that we can include more of the films that people actually go see so the list for uh best film is Belfast Coda Don't Look Up which is a Netflix film Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of Dog, and West Side Story. Nightmare Alley? Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wasn't the movie I thought it was going to be? I don't think it was a bad film, but not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that I would agree with you. I don't know. Anytime I hear of Del Toro, I get excited because I feel like he takes you into such a unique... It's It's almost like... He has a, a very unique flavor when he directs, mm-hmm. much like Tim Burton. Yeah. And it, it's very much you, you are part of a unique world, even the lighting and the shade and and all, and all of that. Usually like a supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. I get like really something excited. out of the norm. Like he won best picture and best director for the water, the monster color, water. color of water, I think was the name of it. I think you're right. And yeah, it's there was a, a amphibian man more or less, and it's yeah. a love story, um, which sounds weird sentence, but that's what it was. Yeah, uh, it was a great film, and mm-hmm. I kept waiting for something like that to happen in Nightmare Alley, right? Some kind of supernatural because the the look of the film, the aura of the film was all very much even. Like that. Even the the trailer made me think, yeah. oh, there's a lot of supernatural yep. occult stuff going on here or something. You're right, and that's yeah. not it. No, I mean, it, I was shocked with that it wasn't, so it made the film a little bit more enjoyable for, enjoyable for me. But in the end, you're like, huh. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> so, but I mean, out of, let's see, the two, four, six, eight, yeah, 10 films I have seen, one, two, three, four, five, I've seen six of them. So I was actually kind of shocked that I had seen that many, like over half of the other of the nominated films. Okay. So. Do you, are you finding yourself watching more films now than you did raising your? Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. I'm, I'm through, we're through those years where um, you didn't go to the movie theater a whole lot because you were at, at home with the kids and you didn't yeah. want to pay for the babysitter or you had to be very choosy about the films that you went and saw. Right. And so we're in this kind of perfect storm right now where my kids want to see a lot of the films that are out there. And there's a movie theater close by me that is budget friendly. So um, we can all go to the movies and have a right. good time. Yeah. And we can see stuff that he gets. And sometimes he gets it a little late. Sometimes it's, you know, not quite the newest, newest release. He's got to wait a couple of weeks, but that's fine. 
I, I have no problem with that and we'll wait and we'll go see it then. Yeah. Um, but even like, you know, don't look up. That was a Netflix film. So what's that about? I don't, I don't recall it. Um, don't look up is a film where scientists have discovered oh, the asteroid headed yes. straight for earth and it's a planet killer It is an right. absolute planet killer and no one believes them. Yeah. And nobody believes they, them. you know, the government, they tell them and they're like, but wait, you know, the, there's a bunch of rare minerals on that asteroid. We want to, we want to mine those yeah, and make money off it. And the scientists are like, you can't do that. This is things a planet. You need to try to find a way to destroy it. They're like, no, we don't want to destroy it. We, we want to use it. Yeah. So it's a, a, it's almost satire, but you're kind of like, no, that's probably how we'd handle it. Yep. 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 Probably how so, we handle it. I mean, there was just last week, uh, NASA said, yeah, we thought we found an asteroid that was headed straight for earth or that not headed straight for it. It missed us by, you know, whatever the NASA version is by a, a close margin, which could right. be millions of miles off. But they're like, we didn't see it until two hours before. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, if an asteroid is going to hit the earth, I think it's going to be like that. They're going to be like, oh, uh, yeah, we got well, two hours to see shelter. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Or it's they won't a, tell anybody. Nope. It's going to be, this is going to happen. Everybody's going to die. We can do nothing about it. Let people enjoy their lives for the last couple of minutes. So it's just going to be, that's it. Yeah, it, well, I've heard a very scary, uh, like we're overdue, like in terms of, I guess, the, the uh, like a it, cataclysmic event. Yeah, like we're overdue, like it, it can happen at any time now. Sounds like Putin's trying to take us there, but, yeah, you, you know, know yeah. speed up the clock, I guess. Yeah, speed up the clock. We don't deserve um, a second reset. <laughs> I did see some of the um, more technical awards that go out, like best sound and best uh, cinematography, and all of that is going to Doom. Good. So, yeah. Um, my uh, Ursula, my wife, has a, I call it an annoying habit. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. it is. It's an annoying habit. Anytime anything is remotely Oscar nominated, we have to watch it. And half the time, I just want to claw my eyes out. And I, I, I can't stand like we had to watch Moonlight and I couldn't stand Moonlight. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't care. I don't care. Oh, OK. You know, yeah. Um, but that's just me. I know there's some people that thought it was a breakthrough and lighting and what are I, I'm sure the people like Darren Hafford and you who look at yeah. film who can look at film in very multiple different ways. Like the movie mm -hmm. sucked, but wow, it was shot well, or the movie, Correct. you know, the movie wasn't good, but the soundtrack was on point or something like that. You guys can break that down to a point mm -hmm. where if I don't walk away, enjoying myself or feeling touched, I guess you could say, cause there are some movies I've walked away feeling depressed, but you know, it, it mm -hmm. basically what I'm saying, if I don't feel touched by a movie, I don't give a shit. Right. And about any aspect of it, about any aspect. Yeah. But about any aspect of it, I, I guess if you were to sit me down and say, look at this compared to this, I could go, mm -hmm. oh, OK, yeah, I could see where you'd like that. But she was breaking them down today. So today she was watching West Side Story. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I've seen that. I've seen that. I've been in the yeah. play. I don't need to see it anymore. I'm sure yeah. Steven Spielberg did a terrific job because the way he films movies, I really appreciate. So I'm, I'm like, I'm sure everything's going to look great. Mm -hmm. you know but i don't need to see that movie i don't need to see that movie so she watched it and she's like wow did you know it was really racist i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah that's yes it's kind of a, you know? that's that's the kind of a big point of the yeah. entire film yeah, I know. it's a bunch of white kids trying to kill a bunch of puerto rican kids in yeah. the city. and vice versa like yeah yeah um um uh, <laughs> it's so it's just funny when that when stuff like that comes up with her but um so bottom line, she was telling me, hey, hey, Dune's Dune's nominated. You liked Dune. It's nominated. I'm like, OK, that's good. She goes, you want to watch it again? I'm like, no, I don't need to. I want to see the sequel. I'm I'm into yeah. the sequel. I want to see that. I think so, I watch Dune once a month. Oh, really? The new <laughs> yeah, one? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not watching the old one. <laughs> Is there any new things that you found or you're like, oh, OK, now I get the complete story. But you've already you've oh, like you've been like yeah I mean I've read the book yeah I think twice now um so no not nothing new but 
I don't know. I just, for, for a lot of the reasons I like it are the reasons it's winning, like the best sound design and um, film editing. I was really impressed with how they edited that film together. I mean, there's uh best special effects. I mean, there's, I, yeah, there's a lot I really of things enjoyed there, it. you know, and if I think about Dune, which is so weird, I don't feel like anything really happened, but things happened. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really weird to say. I like, I felt like, there wasn't a lot going on, but it, there was a lot it, going on because there's not a lot of action pieces. Yeah, I think you're I right. I mean, there's a lot of political intrigue going on and like you're tracking through that intrigue. Yeah. Um, the next film should have some more action to it. I've heard. Yeah. But we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Like it, yeah. is uh, Denny Villeneuve is the director and we'll see how he's, how he's going to plan all that out. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have him on next week. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah, I wish that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be um, really cool. But it was interesting talking because it won for best special effects. And talking with the kids, and I'm trying to find best visual effects. So it was Dune. Uh, the nominees were Dune, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and Spider Man No Way Home. Oh, good for them. So good. All all pretty big effects mm-hmm. films. Yeah. And, and, you know, talking to the kids, like they were a little upset. I think that Spider-Man didn't win because they're like, that's a great film. It's all those facts. I'm like, that's true. But when you, the difference is like you watch Spider-Man No Way Home, which is now available on Amazon Prime, if you want to watch it again um, for purchase on Amazon Prime, there are moments in that film where you're like, that looks CGI. Like yeah. That's like, when you see a spider, when one of the Spider-Man like flipping over, you're like, that is very obviously a CGI, CGI. Yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, in Dune, I don't see that. Like you don't see the difference between the live and the CGI. Yeah. Everything. Or a guy hanging just about getting about to get eaten by a worm. Yeah. Everything yeah. looked real. I mean, even yeah. the worms mm-hmm. that you know are completely cgi the sand that moves around them you know Mm -hmm. that's all digitally created so dune one dune one yeah dune one dune one and i'm telling the kids i'm like that that's the reason is because your eye cannot pick up those subtle differences where you're like that's fake i remember being in their shoes because they would my mom would force me to watch the oscars and i'd get i'd watch a little bit of, and i remember one time aliens came up for best special yeah. effects and i was like oh my god yes it didn't win and i remember going what that's a great movie how is it not when you know and i i yeah. didn't understand it the way i understand it now but mm-hmm. yeah you're absolutely right so you know what's a good movie and I'm, we're going to transition a little bit here you know what's a good or a movie that i'm going to have to watch probably on multiple rewatches is the batman Yes. I think there's a lot yes. of stuff in there that uh, could be an Easter egg or could connect mm-hmm. a dot quicker mm-hmm. um, than the next play around. Or you, oh, I didn't notice that. Or Yep. Yeah, I think that's one it. of those heavy ones. I've seen it twice in the yeah. theater. And you're absolutely right. The second time I was picking up more stuff than I did the first time. Yeah. Um, I think that movie's very layered. And Mm -hmm. I've come to an understanding with myself about it because I remember we talked about it. We reviewed it and I came across not really into it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because when I walked out of that movie, I was expecting to be like, I'm Batman. Yeah. And you don't walk out of there like that for this one. Um, But what dropped down this week was a deleted scene of what's the actor? Remember his name? Barry something? Barry's name is something Irish that I can't remember off the top of my head. He, um, I will he, look it up. There is a five-minute clip out there, guys. It's on YouTube. It's a deleted scene of the Batman where the Batman goes to Arkham and basically asks uh, the Joker. Mm-hmm. We're guessing it's the Joker. They don't really ever say it, but the way he's acting, the way he looks. It's totally, it's totally the Joker. It's totally the <laughs> Joker. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's uh Barry is it Keoghan? I think Keoghan? he's from he's from Dublin, Ireland. Yeah, he's yeah. 29. Wow, he's older than I thought. Yeah. Um, he uh he's Batman's basically doing the whole silence of the lambs thing, you know. Look at the file, check it out, tell me what you think. And there's mm-hmm. this playoff, which I I I don't know since you've seen it twice. Should they have left that in there? Should they have put that in there? Should they have not? Okay. Nope, I'm you, 
I'm very happy they cut it out. Why? Okay, so one, we're dealing with a year two Batman. Like okay. he's been Batman for two years, which means yes. that he's he's busted the Joker either recently or within the past year. So okay. so right away I'm like, let's not bring that storyline in right away. Okay. <clears throat> the other thing is um I like the relationship they set up the the Claire Starling, Hannibal Lecter, and that um that idea that Batman he's kind of stumped. Like he's yeah. he needs advice and he's going to get advice from a very smart psychopath. Yeah. And say, you know, what what's your take on this guy? Right. And and the Joker kind of gives it to him. He, yeah. he looks through the file and he says that. <clears throat> so one, I think it's way too early to bring in the Joker. Um, as I mean, everybody everybody knows he exists in the Batman universe. They're kind of waiting for him to come up again. Um, the fact that I didn't even like really that they put him in the very tail end of the theatrical version that was screened. I agree. Where it's very obviously the Joker. Um, that it's it's too soon. It's been done. I mean, Batman's rogue gallery, I mean, is vast. He's got a okay. lot of enemies that you can bring in. So hang on, hang on, hang on. So before we go any further about this, because that was my tail end of the next question was, mm -hmm. do we need it? But my, okay, so I guess what I'm saying is I, I'm with you. I'm with you on all of this. The only reason you didn't want that in that movie was because you didn't want the Joker to sub, uh, to subtract from the story, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. I, I, okay. And it didn't, and it didn't really fit. Like, right. Batman. Well, I thought it if, fit if he didn't know where to go. Like, but I mean, if you're if you're watching that movie mm -hmm. and you know you're watching the Riddler kill off these you know members of uh city hall mm -hmm. and you see batman struggling and he's talking to alfred and he's you know he's already had a conversation with uh the penguin for him to then go to the joker the it totally subtracts from the movie being about the riddler mystery and now all of a sudden you're like oh that's the joker well when did he bust the joker when did the joker happen how did that i mean you're thinking about that rather than being present in the the whole mystery around the riddler okay gotcha makes a lot of sense that makes sense okay my next question was <clears throat> and for for the sequel of the batman mm -hmm. should it be the joker no i don't think so <laughs> no, it shouldn't that has been done and, and a lot actually you're already inviting a whole lot of um, comparisons to previous Batman films. Right. Because of it's a Batman film. And right. we've got, you know, a couple of them now, at least. I mean, three, let's see, uh, two, three, four, five, we have seven, seven Batman films. Eight Not including the sequel? Or are you including the sequels? Yes. No, eight including the 1960s version with Adam West and Burt Ward. Um, so you're, in, you're inviting all of these comparisons of the other Batman films or the right. other jokers at least. Right. Um, and because we've got who we've got Jack Nicholson, we've got Heath Ledger. No, go got, back to Caesar, Caesar. Yeah. Caesar, uh, Caesar Romero. Caesar, yeah. Romero. Caesar, Caesar right. Romero, Jack. Jack Nicholson, Heath, Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin and, and then Mark Hamill, because people are always going to bring in Mark Hamill. So you have five yeah, oh, jokers yeah, right, already okay. on film. And those are, you know, they're big screen release, Batman Mask mm -hmm. of the Phantasm, great film. <clears throat> um, and, and you're just people are just gonna be going, Well, who's the better joker? What do you think of this? What do you think of this? And I'm like, let's not do that. Right. Let's not let let's do a Batman film. Like br if you need to bring Joker in, bring him in if if you get to a third film, if you get to a fourth film, I mean, whatever, or not at all. Like, I agree. I'm, I agree with I'm not happy at all. Not seeing it. Me too. I think the Joker is played out. I think it's yeah. right now it is. I get it, guys. He is a great arch nemesis. He's a great villain. He's probably him and Darth Vader are the two. Like if you go around the world and ask who's the Joker, they would know who's yeah. Darth Vader. They would know. Um, but they they don't. <clears throat> I don't know. The, the, the Joker has been done many different styles. Correct. And the style yes. that they're looking at for this one is a very dark style. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, what do you it think he got a, dropped in a chemical bath? Is no, that what that is? That's no. what all the burns are and shit. No. Oh, I, I, I think we're looking at the Joker that 
cut off his own face. Cut off his own face. Okay. Yeah. Which is a storyline in the yes, game. it is. It's a out. great one. It's a great one. Um, I enjoy the art. I think that's the Joker we're dealing with here. Okay. And that's why his face is all scarred. So yeah. I don't think they're, you know, in this realistic uh, type of Batman film, I don't think we're going to see him being dropped in a vat of chemicals and then that bleaches his skin. Okay. You know, the Jack Napier story. I don't think we're going to see that. And okay. I think it's more psychotic. Okay. And dark. Well, I'm sure it is. It's probably going to be really dark where no one wins type yeah. thing. Yeah. I would say like if you're if it's a trilogy and because Hollywood often loves trilogies, loves trilogies, you know, working, working in their the rule of three. Um, I think you bring in maybe in the second film, you can have that scene where show us a little bit about the Joker and and that he's in there and that Batman put him in there and that he is a psychotic genius and can give some insight that's one way to do it and then in the third film is the escape that's the hannibal lecter escape okay where he the joker gets out of arkham right and then end it like just yeah i i'm on the other side of don't even bring him in like don't don't do it like I've seen enough jokers and you're right. It's mm-hmm. going to become this debate. And I feel bad for any actor that tries to continuously give us a new joker. Yeah. Like it's like, damn, man. Oh, uh, uh, Patrick <sighs> Wanahan. I totally forgot. He did the joker in Gotham, the, t- the, yes. the series. Yes. And he played him. He played like four versions of the Joker. Yes, he did. Yeah. He did really good. <clears throat> so yep. again, that's, Again, it's overdone. I mean, yeah, Batman, it's overdone. Batman's got. We've talked about it. Do the court of owls? Do yep. court of owls? Do hush? I mean, if you I can would make, love hush. Hush would make sense in this universe. He yep. would fit in a lot easier. You can make that work. I've heard of people that say Azrael could work if you made him a villain. Mm. Um, that's a religiously motivated serial killer. Yeah, and you know, working to cleanse Gotham of its darkness, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Again, there's a lot of different things, but they still got the penguin out there, which yeah, could very much work. Yeah. And or the penguin hires an assassin, like maybe not Deathstroke, but I'd like to see uh who's her name? Ah, the the best martial artist in the DC universe. What's her Lady, name? Lady, Lady Shiva. Shiva. I yep. think she'd be fun. I think she'd be yep. a good one. Um, there's a lot of he has a like even Clayface. Like, and maybe you don't need yeah. to make it another detective, not my, like go from being a detective in the Riddler to now he has to take on a badass like Bane to now like the next, next one is, I don't know, just don't have a shark attack. But I think you're really you're, you're, you're looking at in this style of Batman film, you're looking at um, a serial killer story. I mean, you're like, that's what you're looking for. Because that's what we got on the Riddler. Um, I think you're, if you did, um, if you did Bane, I mean, it's not, it's not taking drugs to get juiced up kind of Bane. Like you got to remove that superhero element out of it. So if you did Clayface, that's someone who is literally, that's the movie makeup guy using masks to commit murders. And then you've got to find him then. No, I think you could make that a monster movie. I think you're missing my point. What I'm saying is don't make it if you, okay, maybe it seems like you want to keep him in in this universe without expanding this universe. Like Batman's many Um, things. He's a detective. He's a superhero. He's, he's, uh, um, that sounds like that's about it. (laughs) I don't, I don't want superhero Batman. You don't want superhero. Not at all. So you don't want him fate uh, taking on like you could make Clayface like some, I don't know, some strange monster. Nope. Don't want you. You want him just hunting down serial killers. I want I want the Sherlock Holmes Batman. That's what I want, which is what I feel we got in the Batman. I I don't want him crossing over into the Nolan verse. I don't want to see him with Superman. I know. I didn't say I want to see him with Superman. I'm not saying. (laughs) But but if if we're looking at those times of super villain, I don't want anything super about this. So you would take everybody that is not that is even super powered and not make them super powered in this universe. Nope. Nope. 
I, you wouldn't I, do that. I wouldn't. No. Well, I'm confused. Maybe you, maybe I misspoke. You're saying, you, okay. What you're saying is you would take Clayface as as he is now, but I'm sorry, you wouldn't take Clayface as he is now. You would take him as a as a, the special effects guy that puts on different makeup to kill people. Okay. Yep. Right. Okay. No, killer Croc is not a big crocodile, man. Nope. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm not. What I'm saying is, shows Batman's. Um, you just want to keep him as a detective. I'm saying you can mm-hmm. like. He's a detective in this situation. In this situation, he's just stopping crime. And in this situation, sure. he's that's what I mean. Like taking out the penguin could be the next one. Or I mm-hmm. mean the court of owls, that wouldn't be much of a detective unless he's trying to figure out why why they're doing this. Yeah, I mean the him un, uncovering that Illuminati style underground, like the power behind the power would be I guess that could the, be detective would be the yeah that would be the yeah. crux behind and then you're getting more because they they delve into the history of Gotham a little bit with right the Arkham's and and, and the uh, Waynes and the Waynes and you know they didn't bring in the Canes which they certainly could um yeah I think there's there's pieces there that lend itself to a good dark detective story okay is what it is what do you guys think think out there how what do you What's the next villain you guys want to see in the Batman 2? Yeah. Do you want to see the Joker? Is he played out? Do you agree with the Greg and I? Should you start? Or, yeah, he's played out. That's a good way to say it. Um, or do you want to see like Bane, maybe Catwoman again, maybe the Court of Owls, which is, well, that has my vote. I want Court of Owls. And I, I, are you getting sick of Batman films? I think is also a question of, do you need another Batman film or are you good with, you know what? Let's go 10 years without a Batman film. Oh, I, I could easily go another. I could. Are you there in that boat? No, because I really liked this kind of fresh take on it. Okay. Um, I would like to see them kind of tie up this particular Batman. The, okay. The, uh, the Battenson is what I've heard it pronounced yeah, or, or yeah. seen. Finished up his arc with two or three movies. And then, yeah, take, take a take a beat and not do batman anymore yeah. all right <clears throat> i say i could go 10 years without it again it's fine with me mm-hmm. um i wish somebody would give us a really good superman i really wish somebody yeah. would um but I, i'm sure that's down the pipe somewhere moving on are you getting excited about moon knight i am me too yep. me too i saw i saw a new trailer today that makes me get more excited that's next week yeah, it's Got Wednesday. Yep. Yeah, hump day. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I'm sure we'll talk about that next week. Um, of course, we only get one hour, if that. Oh, of, you're right. Of, of For, Moon oh, Knight. Yeah. 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 And then, then you're uh, going to give us a sneak peek, or are you going to give us a. I'm going to give you a rundown of, of Morbius. Yeah. Yeah. It's early. Early reviews are not kind. No, they're not. In fact, I wanted to talk to you about that, but I thought we'd talk. No, I'll talk to you about it now. So I want you to connect a dot for me here. Okay. All right. You, I think, hated Black Widow before you even saw it because they kept delaying it. But you keep... Um, That didn't play into my thoughts on the film. No? No. Okay. Are you sure? I was it up. seemed like it seemed like that that did, or it seemed like that. Okay, let me. That had a percentage. No, did I say it, that it, had a percentage. In okay, it? there was <clears throat> like going into the film. Yes, I didn't have any preconceived notions about whether I was going to like it or not based on the delay. Okay, that that didn't bother me when I came out of the film and said they delayed that for what. A year and a half, two years. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it was two years, but it was like a year and a half. And I was like, we waited for that piece of crap. I mean, and that was my my <gasps> overall reaction. I was like, I think it was so good. <laughs> Did you like it better than the the in, in, internals? No. Oh, <gasps> you like that one better than Black Widow? I did. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't agree with you. I don't think the other one was bad, though. A lot of people said it sucks as a Marvel movie. I didn't think either sucked. I thought they were fine. Um, well, yeah. No, I wasn't. 
I liked the fresh take with the Eternals and Black Widow was an unneeded film. Okay. You could say that about the majority of them. Like what? I mean, the mo- a lot of the Marvel films do push a narrative forward. There was no pushing of a narrative with. Black oh, no, Black. no, no, no. I think that was a, that was like a, <clears throat> Hey, people really like, to me, it was almost like a send off. I think it was more like a contractual obligation. Okay, that's fine. But <laughs> I, I've seen like, worse tra- uh, contractual obligation for movies. I've seen well, worse. Sure. Yeah. But In- yeah. I, okay. Going back to what I what I was trying to connect a dot with, you've you're really into mm-hmm. you were you've been like foaming at the mouth. It seems for Morbius. I think it look again, and they judging- keep delaying it, delaying it, delaying yes. it, delaying it. Correct. And okay. And so. they're not delaying it and then like reshooting stuff or reworking anything. That's it's true. just, it's just like, eh, we don't think the market's right. We're going to delay it. Eh, we don't think the market's right. We're going to delay it. I mean, it was supposed to come out in January. Why they delayed it from January to end of March, beginning of April or beginning of April. I don't know. I think like, I do. It, that was COVID. People were still freaking out because the, the, the Omicron, the Omicron. Oh, yeah, that's right. Everybody yeah, got yeah. fucking sick. <clears throat> that's right that's right there was that piece i think that scared them. but now i think they're i think they're going to regret it like if it's as bad as what some of the reviewers and again i'm just reading headlines mm-hmm. i'm not mm-hmm. reading a full review um people are going to be kind of where i am with black widow, black in widow. The, we waited two years two and a half years for this you know that's where I think people might be. I see. Okay. I because at I, least Black Widow was a full on Marvel film. Right. Like it had the luxury of being in the Disney verse Marvel, where this is Sony. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel that Morbius is the the majority of people that are going to go watch Morbius because they want to see how it connects to the Spider-Verse? Do you think that's the majority of what's going on? No, I think the majority of people are, that are going to go see Morbius think that, oh, it's a Marvel film. Like, there's oh, going to be mentions to Iron Man and Cap. And Oh, no, I don't think people think that. You really think I, that? I think the general public does, yeah. Oh, I don't think they do. I think I they've think, known by now Sony I think versus the nerds, Marvel. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Like, they, yeah. they haven't done the separation between Spider-Man verse and Marvel. Yeah. What do you think of Madam Web coming out? Why? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't understand that either. I don't know how you're going to make that good. <laughs> they're going to wasn't that compelling of a character. Well, in the comics, she's ancient. Yes. Like she is an old lady that sits on a web chair yep. and predicts the future. Yep. So get ready for a big rewrite. It's what it comes down to of how I, you're going to make that. My only thought is they're going to connect her, and that's how they're going to open the Spider Verse. Is she's the one that's connecting the webs or something like that? The it's going to have to be fate. something like that. Yeah, yeah it has to be because I don't think it's that interesting. No, I, I again, it's Sony saying we we own the the Spider characters. Yeah, like, and we're going to keep pumping them out, yeah. and we're going to go through every Spider character that's available and make a move. I, you're going to see the Puma come out I, I guarantee it the puma oh yeah who's the puma you don't remember the puma? i'm a huge spider-man fan i've never oh, i don't remember oh, the puma. yeah he like a native american guy that can change himself into a wear puma really <clears throat> yeah don't you remember that it was like in the late 60s throughout the 70s spider-man comics like every villain was like an animal-based villain oh that's right okay well this is a pretty cool picture of him but that's the puma yeah, that's yeah. I I've never seen this guy, which is that's that's funny to me because I've always thought of myself as a pretty up to date guy on uh, Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, it was and during McFarland's run. No, he was way before that. Okay, yeah, but no, never. Wow. But even the the artwork you just looked up is pretty new. Like that's not when yeah. that's not my mental picture of the. Puma so you think they're doing poop? <laughs> I think they're going to start they're, again. They're going through the cast of characters in Spider-Man and saying, who do we do? Yeah, I think you're right. Think who, you're do we, right. Who, who do we keep a bad guy? Who do we make an anti-hero? Yeah. And 
who can Spider-Man fight and who can he who can he not fight? Yeah. I think some I think you might be right about people confusing <clears throat> Sony and these characters versus uh Marvel because Morbius is a pretty important member of the uh Midnight Suns, isn't he? The Midnight Suns, the Dark Hold, yeah. Yeah, that's like a that's like a that's a part that's a and and Blade is a Marvel property. Right. So now, I don't think he is not what yeah. I don't think you're going to see Blade crossover with Morbius. They're not no. going to bring him in. I don't think they've he, got no. they've got uh, Black Knight. They've got Blade. Um, they've got Ghost Rider. Uh, right. And I think uh, well, now Moon Knight well, Moon Knight's Doctor, be in there. Doctor Strange, Moon Knight, even technically blood, uh, Brother Blood, who is another magic based Brother Voodoo. Oh, brother! Yeah, brother. Brother blood, blood is, is DC. I DC. believe. Yeah, yeah. brother voodoo yeah. is is Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And uh, who's the other guy that I was thinking about? That um, oh, werewolf by night and werewolf by night. Yep. Yeah. They're and gonna do and that. That, those are all Marvel properties. That yes. They okay. Yeah. So yeah, walk me through Morbius. He's called the Living Vampire. What does that mean? Well, because in the Marvel universe, like regular undead vampires exist, Dracula is still right. a, yep. a character. Yep. Um, so with Morbius, he, I don't know how they're going to explain the disease, but he's got like a disease that's killing him, but he's a brilliant like molecular biologist. Yeah. And he finds a cure for his illness using like vampire bats as some kind of base. I don't know how they're like going to explain DNA it. or however. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to explain it in the right. film, but that's how they're going to explain it. So technically Morbius never died and to become a vampire. He's not I see. dead. He, he's like a biological vampire that so it's, it's more of a, him, okay. yeah. Giving okay. him all of these. Yeah. It, it's, it's a, it's like a, and I always do this when I watch a vampire show. Are they supernatural vampires or are they science-based vampires? Science-based. Blade was and, always science-based, right? Um, yeah, they they turned it into a science-based. Yeah, with a virus. Be- because like yeah, like it's a it's a virus where it grants them all these abilities, but their blood can't sustain hemoglobin, which is why they need to drink blood. Yeah. Um, where was uh under under underworld? Was that underworld? Was that supernatural or science based? <clears throat> they kind of made it a little bit of science based because their research they did. Yeah, but right. it was still pretty supernatural. I think. Okay. One of the coolest but, vampires I've ever seen was Marcus. But the va- the yeah, but the vampires don't. I mean, they don't change into bats. They don't do mist. They don't. Where like in? Oh yeah, they don't change in, into a, mist. in underworld. They don't. Well, I mean, Marcus turned into a giant big bat thing. Remember, he had those things that came yeah, out. That, yeah, that was, he was a hybrid. Wasn't no, he, he was like the first. No, he was like the first. Oh, he him was, and his okay. brother. Him and his that's brother. William I and Marcus. don't remember all of those films. Oh, that's all right. Sorry about that. Anyway, I went way off track. You were trying to get to a point. Sorry. Well, and that's Morbius is a science-based vampire. Okay, science. So, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, my, the most I ever got, exposure to morbius was um spider-man uh spider the spider-man cartoon in the 90s sure where he had where he the, had these the, little suction cups he had suction cups on his yeah, hands that's not the character right oh well that's for the saturday morning version of him they did. right but what yeah. i'm saying is that's not the comic book character he bit people and oh no he's a blood, vampire right? he's got okay. he's got giant teeth and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. okay oh, here it was i can't survive without plasma yeah yeah. yeah, that was <laughs> okay. And that's how he that's how he would grab their arm and take their yeah. plasma because they he couldn't say like, blood, I guess. He was like a leech. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I, I remember watching that going, this is kind of a dumb guy. <laughs> yeah. No, he I mean I can't remember where I first got introduced to Morbius, probably just flipping through comic boxes um at a at a local comic shop or something like that. But yeah. he was he was the different kind of vampire and he did team up with blade because blades like i need to kill you you're an evil vampire and he's like no i'm not i'm kind of a good guy but kind of a bad guy because he's still killing people um so that's that's what he is okay are you and you're a fan of him right like the character the comic book character um yeah ish i mean i'm a fan of a good vampire movie i like jared leto as an actor um you know, I think he's done. Poor guy. Movie. If this bombs, he's <clears throat> done with comic books. I think. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. 
Like he I gave it so. a shot for both Marvel and DC, and that's yeah. I mean, and they want to use him because he's a good actor. Yeah, he is, and he he's one of those transformative actors that like they they intimidate me. Like if yeah. I was an actor and I was working with a Jared Leto or a Christian <clears throat> Bale, yeah. First off, I'd be I'd be nervous around Christian because anything will set him off. I feel, and then yeah. um, with uh, uh, Jared, I'd be like, oh shit, I didn't really, you know, I I didn't really go that far. Yeah, like this guy, like he's the one. He's the type of guy that's like if he if he plays a boxer that was in an underground prison like he'd go to prison and box yeah he, like he'd be that guy he did what i can't remember who he played he was a serial killer ted bundy maybe no not ted bundy ted bundy was good looking um zach efron played ted bundy yeah i can't remember he did a role where he packed on a ton of weight um, okay jared leto did to being unrecognizable okay and it, any other any other actor would do that there would be oscar buzz around him and it seemed like it just kind of missed your why why does that happen with him like he also did that for that <clears throat> dallas 40 club or something like that or what what was uh, the one yeah the, the dallas Matthew club. yeah dallas buyers club he played like a uh <laughs> guy dying uh, of aids yeah yeah and he like lost a ton of weight for it and everything yep. yeah i think matthew mcconaughey got a uh best yeah. actor for that yeah. yeah, and he did. And but for some reason the world just kind of forgets about Jared Leto. Like I Maybe don't Maybe they know. don't take him serious or something. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Good thing, I mean, he's a great actor and yeah. he he is also I, I like his band quite a bit too. Um is it two T's in Leto or just one? Uh but it's like, yeah, Hollywood just they're like, Yeah, you're good. Keep, do your independent films, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, it's weird. He's got a new one coming out. Uh, we crashed. It's a Hulu series, <clears throat> and it's all about the the We Work movement or the yeah We Work. And it's like this. I don't know a ton about it. Oh. Um, I know there was a documentary about them on Netflix. I think they were like this new age work consultancy or something like that oh, and okay. it was like a meteoric rise and then fall fall okay so so it's how they fell yeah my uh ursula's watching that show of how he became how uber became uber okay with yeah. jordan joseph gordon levitt i like that actor yeah but yeah yeah okay i think that's it man cool yeah yeah we're good yeah i think we're good we're uh we're getting out of here at 9.37. All right, Greg, take us out, sir. As you're going through your week, don't be a douche. Boom. So for The Greg, this is Johnny saying podcast out, everybody. Thank you very much. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well,